This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Derek Sturgeon, and Death Metal Dave. Yeah. I always feel bad when I'm a dick to somebody on accident, though. Like those moments where you just like don't want to fucking be bothered and somebody happens to talk to you at that time and you kind of tell them to fuck off in a rude way because you say like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the Gore Club podcast. Yeah, what's up? Hey. I'm Steve Vessel. Death Metal Dave. I'm Derek. And today we're talking about sequels. Sequels. Yeah. Episode two. Season two. I, I, we didn't plan that actually, did Maybe we? I need an episode two with that <laughs> dude from Sliders so he could understand that I'm not a dick. He need a redo. I'm, I'm not ever going to remember. Is he still name. alive? We're going to curse him? No. Oh, he's next. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he's fucked. Oh. He better have Jerry O'Connell save his ass. Oh, maybe he's next now. We do. Anyway. This whole episode's yeah. actually about sliders? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's about sequels. Another yeah. S word. Yeah. It's Lots a, of them. It's the Man, thing. There's so many good sequels. It's the thing you guys like to bitch about all the time every time one's announced, but then when one's not announced, you beg for what? That is true. Yeah, people that's very that. true. Yeah, people uh, people are never satisfied. I mean, yeah, people are losing their shit about like Friday Thirteenth not having a, a movie since what two thousand nine now two thousand ten. Well, people shit on that movie though. So. They, oh yeah, well, I mean when they finally did the remake. Or what, yeah, it was a reimagining. Re- no, oh, we're really flashback into the first episode. Oh, the yeah. very first episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. People like shit all over it, and I was like, dude, I saw Willa Ford's boobs, and I saw murder, and like, what? Yeah, that was. was, was I, didn't, I didn't hate it, and was, I at, on when I kept went back and watched yeah, it more and more. Yeah. I was like, this is not bad. No, it's not. A, it's a, it's a slasher film. Like, why the fuck? That's the thing with these like sequels. Like a lot of sequels we're going to talk about are sequels like slashers, and we take like we hold the original in such high regard for some reason. When you really look back on it, it's like it's all trash. It's mostly all trash. Yeah, we it's love just, trash. Though. It's just teenage kids getting murdered. Friday Thirteenth is just kids going camping, and like that doing remake, the same thing every episode. The reality is that remake's probably better than the original Friday Thirteenth as far as like realism. If you want to act, because that little old lady is just murdering all these people, and nobody has any idea. This old lady not wearing a mask, wearing a grandma sweater and a little perm, is just murdering the fuck <laughs> everybody. And then I'm gonna go with the Jason Voorhees in the pot fields. <laughs> oh, that was such a great beginning, by the way. That that's that's my main problem with that one is uh, the <laughs> opening scene. That cast is better than the cast you got to deal with the rest of the movie. From like, the characters are way more likable and yeah. shit. Yeah, but I think oh, yeah, sorry, Supernatural fans. No, it's fuck. I like. I I guess the more but, we're talking about, I was like, you know what? I need to go back and watch that movie yeah. again because I think I like it even more now that we're talking about. I was like, man, there's a lot of good shit in that movie. I like how over the top it is. I like how fast Jason moves in it sometimes because I, I like think that makes explained. way more sense. Yeah, explain how he jumps around so fast. I thought the underground tunnel shit made sense because the dude just fucking lives in the woods. I don't need everything in the horror movie explained to me. I've bitched about that before, but they didn't go back in time and tell you like Jason's like lived this horrible life. Yeah, he was abused by his mama. He was abused by his mom, and then Bill Mosley beat. Him. Now Sherry Moon's his mom, or whatever the fuck you want to do to me. They didn't do that. <laughs> but anyway, that's not a sequel. That's, that's not a sequel. That's a, it's a, it's a, a reboot. We did have like the second Friday Thirteenth, which we'll skim over. I feel like that's like the introduction to Jason Voorhees and shows you what you can really do with a sequel. Because it's a completely. I mean, that started that franchise. The yeah. first one, okay, it exists. It's a good movie. I know I shit on it, but I like it. You get to see Kevin Bacon get stabbed. Spoiler: If you haven't seen it, fuck you. Sorry. If you haven't seen it, get the fuck but, out of here. <laughs> but part two gives us old baghead Jason Voorhees because before that, there's no Jason Voorhees, despite what pe- some people try to say. And they do his age appropriately for the time the movie came out, which I thought was cool. I thought it was really cool, I, and I, I like the idea of like it. It continues like pretty much right after the where the first one leaves off. You know, there are some it, horror movies that do that and they do it well, and then some that just say fuck it, we're gonna do something. Well, different. Jason gets on a bus, I guess, and goes hunts down uh, what's her face. <laughs> and it's a thing. Like, it doesn't make any you sense. You know, these guys in mass, they really like to drive. Yeah, you know Michael Myers loves to drive. He's Jason, good at it. Jason, he won't show you that he can drive. I bet he, he can. Drive. He's got to drive. Yeah. How's he getting from point? Or he's lounging in a fucking taxi with that bag on his head. Like his he literally shows up at her fucking apartment. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird scene. Apparently, I guess something happened with Adrian. Adrian King. Adrian right? King. Yes, that she wasn't going to do the movie or some shit. So they just filmed that quick scene of her like in the house where the the phone and then. The, was it the cat that they kill first? The, cat, the cat scares her and then she opens the, cat the fridge and sees mom's head. The mom's head. That's what it is. Yeah. So how the fuck did that get there? Baggage. Yeah. Well, he had, no, on. He was trying to keep her cool. You know, mom's fucking hot. He's been under her arm the whole time. Yeah. Or she's been under his arm. The so whole he time. probably. I mean, they didn't have Uber. That, so he called a taxi. 
Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. hailed a taxi. He hailed a taxi. Because, you know, he's got he's got bum quarters because he lives in the woods. It's right. a bad, bad ass He just shack. killed the guy. He just killed the guy when he got there. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a fucking ham. I really like that sequel, though. I think it's a really well done sequel. And it's an introduction to, like, this iconic horror character. Because it's not him in the first one. It's a dream. So that's not a real Jason. Sorry. No, that's the yeah. thing. Is you really don't know what yeah. he looks like. First Jason is part two, Jason, despite what a band name might tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We love Ari Lehman. No, fuck no, him. No, we don't. He should have been on our death list if you were listening to last week's podcast. Oh, uh, shoot, there's so many. Uh, I've got the whiteboard of doom way up there, and uh, there's, there's so many. There's a lot. Man. I mean, even in this, well, like you, you run like 20 on here, but there's hundreds of horror sequels. I mean, it's a nonstop thing. If, if a horror movie comes out and has any success, Boom. It's, oh, it's getting a sequel. You're getting a sequel, unless you're one of those like really artsy fucking style like Midsummer and shit like that. Yeah. You're not gonna, maybe not. Or but. if the characters die, they're gonna get a prequel. Yeah, that's still like AC. If they put like, I mean, yeah, it's still sequel. It's yeah, I know. Qu- if it has a quill in it. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, I've got Hellbound up there. Well, that's a, yeah. I mean, that, that is a that's fucking fantastic. That's in my sequel. top five sequels of all time. Holy it's amazing. I I think I like it more than the first one. It's like the low budget Aliens or Terminator Two. It, it just goes so batshit crazy with the original concept. It does. It just it takes the. It takes it's a different. People. It's a different type of movie. It's yeah. just like, do you like Hellraiser? Well, do you like Hellraiser on drugs? It's <laughs> like on weed. On weed, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you take a character. You take characters who are in the in the first film, like ten minutes in yep. the total, and then you make an entire movie about them. And you take a, you bring out a, their entire world. It's like, wow, this is a badass. And they did it really good. So much weird shit with that doctor in it. Or doctor Chenard is a fantastic yeah. fucking character. That shit just goes way the fuck over the top, and like the monsters in it or Cenobites, whatever you want to fucking call them, they look fantastic. Yeah. But when he's at the end, he's got the fucking thing attached to his dick. head. The big it's, old it's dick a big thing penis. on the head. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's the wildest. It's holding them shit. together. Well, yeah. Doesn't it all? That might, well, yeah, that's up there for me. Unfortunately, Hellraiser three happens after it, but some but, people like it. There's a lot of people just movie. That, fucking... that, that first sequel they brought back, you know, they brought Kirsty, they brought back fucking Julia, they, they, they brought you know, Frank. I mean, they Everybody did it right. Person. They did yeah, it right. Frank's a real fucking douchebag. Uh, like he wasn't. I thought he was okay in the first. One. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he was relatable, Steve. He, he's relatable. Oh my, okay. I thought Frank just seemed like a misunderstood person in the first one. Yeah, okay. part two. Sure. Did he did he turn heel there? Oh man, nice guy, Frank. Well, he's kind of a. You kind of feel sad for him in the second one because he's in his personal hell and he's full of. He's like next to nothing but lust, and he can't have it. That's the whole point of his little part of hell. Oh, that's where all I the women that are coming out of the out of the uh, out of the walls and they're like in sheer blank, you know, like sheer like, blankets. But then they start bleeding through. Yeah, it. so you can, yeah, but that's cool for him because he doesn't mind the blood, right. and it's like you can see their nipples, and he, but he can't have them. And so when then Julia shows up, he's like, oh, hey, and then she just tro- totally does a whole reversal. I'm like, who's in control now, motherfucker? So before she shows up, do you think he's just jerking off a lot? What if the hell is he? Doesn't but he have can't a dick jerk anymore? off. Yeah, I bet he does have a dick, but he can't use it. Oh, that's hell. Like, you can just jerk off forever until yeah. it's just like a fucking scab in your hand. Jesus. I mean, it's Hellraiser. Hellraiser 17. <laughs> the return of Frank's dick. Whatever. You did, <laughs> you've been 14 before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You just got to lotion it up, man. It's a little yeah, raw. Just, it's a little raw. Yeah, Clyde Barker didn't write that scene, but I'm sure he thought about it. I'm, I guarantee you. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, he didn't. The studio was probably like, sir. <laughs> well, from what I remember, this. he never we'll really came out. He never really came out against that sequel. That's awesome. Uh, at least I don't remember any interviews with him. I never remember him saying, oh, that's that was, bad. I can't believe they took this movie and, and fucked me over. Like, that, that didn't ever hurt was, any of those stories. To be fair, did he ever, uh, so. yeah. did he ever say about any of the sequels, though? Which is kind of weird. Good point. Maybe. They send him a check for the third one, so I guess he was like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you can make dudes with CDs in their heads and shit. Fuck it. Buy a new CD player. Hellraiser three. Wait, what a way to be like, hey, this is the nineties. <laughs> yes, CDs. Oh yeah. God. We got CD head and we got floppy disk guy. All right. They should have dial up it. Bobby. Dial up Bobby. <laughs> Dude, that makes the fax machine noise that he fucking head explodes. You always, <laughs> you always hear him coming around the corner. Burper, kicker. Dial-up's coming. Uh, that fucking AOL dial side up. in. That's the dial-up Cenobite. It's oh, fucking awful. God, I hate Hellraiser 3. He just looks like Darth Vader with his head's different. It's just dial-up, dial-up Cenobite. About a sequel that I know is like 50-50, like hated and loved, because you know somebody's like white-knuckle angry wanting to jump in and tell me I'm a For fucking For Hellraiser idiot. 3? Oh, Absolutely. dude, I've met a lot of fans of Hellraiser 3. Okay, yeah. cool. 
because I'll talk shit about it, and then people are like, no, actually, that's pretty good. You're fucking dumb. And I'm like, I am dumb, but I still don't think it's good. I know a guy who loves Terminator 3. He thinks it's great. Uh, Not as good as Terminator 2. No. So let's go to that one. Terminator 3 or 2? Terminator 2, two, two. is the best two. action film ever fucking made, and I will stand by that forever. It's got everything. It's got Arnold. It's got fucking Robert Patrick running like a fucking weirdo. Robots. It's got robots. It's got Edward Furlong before heroin. It's got a lot of good things. <laughs> it, it's got Linda Hamilton before she started making out with people at conventions. Guns that happened. Roses. That happened, yeah. It's got what? Guns and Roses. Guns and it's got Bobby fucking Butnick from Salute Your Shorts. And that's really what oh, people look over to. It's an all-star cast. Great soundtrack. Just tons. Yeah, it's just a good like follow-up. I, th- I feel like the first one's very serious and dark and gloomy. Whereas yeah. this one's like an in-your-face fucking action film. Was, did it come out like the ni- like 1990 or when was it? I was, I was a kid. I remember getting all those Terminator 2 toys and just breaking them because I was trying to do the action scenes. <laughs> 91. Smash 91, yeah. all of them. I had like the 12-inch Arnold that talked and shit. They don't, they merchandised the fuck out of that. I dude. had the eight uh, the the T one uh, T eight hundred original action figure, like the nice. one that looked anatomically correct for like nineteen ninety one or whatever. They were so cool, and at that time, and like, it looked like it looked like he drank too much. Arnold <laughs> like, looked like a real badass in it. Yeah, you know, did. I think I got into leather jackets and shit because of Terminator, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I'm wearing this shit. I mean, he never wore studded shit. He wasn't that cool. No, because he, he, he stole the one that he, he got. stole the one. Yeah, that was if the thing. If the biker would have had studs in his jacket. Yeah, no, they probably wouldn't. Could would you imagine? He's like, like Michael Myers. He's <laughs> always found a janitor outfit. <laughs> it's just one that's that's part of his directive to find a leather jacket. Find imagine leather being jacket. that biker. You get your ass kicked, and then like you're fucking just laying on the floor, maybe in your underwear. Nude. Nude. Yeah, if, what if, if somebody shows up 30 years later that's the same Terminator and you're like, fuck. Yeah, dude. If I'm just laying there nude and somebody just comes up and I'm like, I'm also from the future. Don't fuck with me either, <laughs> I'm just going to get naked real fast. Yeah, he's paying back. He's a biker. He's probably pretty tough. He could probably go beat up Johnny Polo outside and put that on. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be just, it just depends on where <laughs> but, he lands. If he landed in fucking like Naples, Florida or some shit, he'd be wearing a cardigan. Let's make a movie about that guy, <laughs> the biker. Like, let's get like the shot, like the movie can open with him like waking up nude beside like a pool table or whatever. Like, oh, I gotta get some clothes. And he like, he beats up some dude. And it's just a cycle of beating up somebody weaker than you to take their clothes. You're going to get paid for that idea. Or they're just gonna no, off. somebody's just going to fucking steal it. It's going to be like a YouTube skit in like a week. <laughs> It'll be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, a fan film. A fan film. It will be on TikTok because my friends do that <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, Terminator. Terminator has has other sequels too, but they're does it. Okay. Well, I mean, they they they're, they're not, not they're not good. But we can go. I didn't hate Salvation, and I don't want to really dwell. Is that the Christian Bell one? Yeah, I didn't hate it. There was a lot, I loved all the practical effects. I like the did. audio from Salvation. Oh, Christian Bell yelling at everybody more than I <laughs> like. It was the Salvation. DP of all people. Yeah, him losing his fucking shit on because set. he walked in his eye line. I think. Yeah, and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I love when people were like, "When that happened, people were like, he's never gonna get work again after this is released." I'm like, "You're fucking dumb." Do you know what these people in Hollywood do? You yeah. think that's gonna get him out of work? No, sir. No. Scientology is with these people. Come on. Sam Peckinpah used to like Tom Cruise. Lot of round, live rounds, and on studio. Yeah. Fucking uh, William Freakin did it on, on The Exorcist. Yeah. It's just old filmmaking. Now you couldn't. We're all God. Warner Herzog. Warner Herzog. Almost oh. killed Klaus Kinski. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. But John Landis. John. <laughs> he, he was. Successful. We're never going to get away from this. Vic Morrow. R.I.P. Baby. Oh man. Uh, but you know, uh, talk about uh, James Cameron. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens is a fantastic Superior sequel. to the first one. And it's, it's one of those movies where, like, I'm not going to fight everybody in this room over there. <clears throat> Alien was a good movie, but it's it, Aliens. A good a, movie? It's a great movie. Everyone but it's hates a, you. But, it, but it's a totally different Lance Hendrickson. feel for Aliens. Lance Hendrickson, yeah. As a robot full of cum. Is that what it was? I just would say it's Is it not calm? No, come on, man, it's come on. Not. Think about it. You're stuck on this ship. There's like ten it's of you. It's not amniotic fluid. Nobody, other, it's nobody's fucking. And then there's this robot that like turns off sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I see this is going. Everybody's fucking that oh. robot and just filling it with their loads. I've when it's never asleep. thought about. You're the sick bastard. And I then love like it. when he dies, like all there comes there, and everybody's like, "Oh no, we're caught!" But they're like, "Oh no, you did it too." So it's like <laughs> nobody's snitching. <laughs> So there's just this like, oh guys, the like, besides robot. the girls, and the, you know, they're like, ah, what the fuck? And the guys are like, I don't know. So when they're doing the knife know. trick, it's like pa- oh, Bill Paxton's like, oh shit, it's behind my cum. I mean, he's not drinking fucking milk. <laughs> maybe he's like, I get bitter bones. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why so it stopped Ash bleeding was, so quick. Ash was full of cum in the first film. Yeah, they're great. Just, just fucking these robots. Right. That's why Sigourney Weaver hated his guts because she couldn't fill him up. Fucking hate That's robots. That's true. Oh my god. She doesn't trust them. Uh, just look, watch she it, knew watch something was wrong with him. I just think that's a good theory. 
I, that's great. I Lance Henriksen is the cum dummy in <laughs> fucking Aliens. All these cum dummies in these movies. <laughs> oh, I think they're always it. full of it. Every single is time. There a, is there a cum dummy in Dawn of the Dead, one of my other favorite sequels? Dawn of the Dead's amazing. We're just going to skip straight over Aliens now. Cum dummy. God right. damn it. Okay, let's go back to <laughs> Somebody's Aliens. really excited <laughs> for us to talk was, about that, it. And it's summed all up the movie. Sigourney Weaver, cum dummies. And you know, some stuff happens at the end. Aliens was a that one <laughs> no. was that one it was an action film. Yeah, it was. It was an action film. <laughs> yeah, definitely more of an action film. They they definitely I was trying to get away it. from it. Go ahead. <laughs> and then part three happens. Yeah. Charles oh, Charles just, S. Dutton. Oh, part three could have used more cum. Man, <laughs> it's got some at the end. Wasn't that uh, David Fincher, right? Yeah, David Fincher's first film. Can you imagine getting that so, that kind of fucking pressure on your shoulders? And it was that one that was butchered by the studio? Is that the story behind it? Yeah, thing to do with it. If he could do it, it'd be like an Alan Smithy movie. If you know what Alan Smithy Smithy stands for, that would have been it. So, Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection? Pick one. Alien 3. Oh, Alien 3. Really? I like, I don't hate Alien Resurrection. It's just like a fun buddy cop movie with with everybody. I love love Michael Wincott. I love, uh, um, I keep calling him Hellboy. I can't remember his goddamn name. It's like Ron Perlman. Why? He's one of my favorite actors. It's just when I get down to here, it's like, I don't don't know anybody's name. I mean, I don't know a lot of names. Well, it's a lot of the same. But you're like Igor Chakaroskika. You know those names. Same director of City of of Lost Children, and he's a good movie. And and he's a visualist, and he took a lot of that cast and put it in this movie, and Ron Perlman is in City of Lost Children. Alien 3 was more of a, more of a, Back to the joy. It's a horror film. I really film. enjoyed you know, it. As a one kid. alien, right? Who was a? It was a, a dog alien, or it depends a, on what version you watch. Buffalo alien. Yeah, there's two different versions, and they had they recut it. They cut out and then they refilmed it. I need to they revisit just that. Fucked his movie over. I don't think I've. I got the box set. I bought that DVD box or Blu-ray box set. I don't think I ever Quadrilogy. watched three since buying. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Right when uh, Prometheus came out, they mm-hmm. did that box set. Yeah, and which it, I like that. That version in there. That. They they can't call the director's cut because he wants nothing to do with it. But they put all of his scenes back in. There's a whole more. There's, there's more you, to the beginning. There's, there's, isn't it with the director that wants nothing to do with it? Don't you just call it the producer's cut? I think so. Isn't Hollywood that how Hollywood six. works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta make money off of it again because it, like it didn't. It did not do well at the theater at all. And I was. I, 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 I liked it. I saw that one at the drive-in, man. I saw number three at the drive-in. Yeah. Just Charles S. Dutton. He was know, good. He, he, dark, was, he was. He was. He was pretty popular. He had that show uh, the, Rock. The Rock was great. Yeah. The wrestler? No, he no, just Charles had a show Dutton. called Rock. It was like. Oh, okay. It was like a family show. He was a garbage man. I don't. Yeah, he didn't have any cum dummies. He was. That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, he's a step by step had tons of them. All those people in that movie are fantastic British actors. It's got Charles Danson, I think. Um, He's he's the doctor that basically wants to stay on the planet. Yeah, I I can barely remember that movie, man. I I remember not enjoying it, and then just hearing bad shit about it forever. Maybe not want to revisit it. Or like spend my two hours with it. Go back and look at it. I probably will watch it because I didn't hate Alien Resurrection when I went back and watched it, which is because it was on TV when I was. It's a lot more fun than it deserves to be. Alien Resurrection house I didn't want to be in. Yeah, Yeah. let's go to Dawn of the Dead. Let's go. Let's go to. Dominic. You don't want to go with the rest of the alien Fuck movies, it. yeah? No, because we because we're we're gonna do an episode about that one day. So I don't really want to stay on these franchises for too long that have like seventy five movies. Because one day I'm gonna have to rewatch all these at once, and yeah. then I'll have to have a bigger review other than Come Robots. <laughs> Unfortunately, of Dawn of the Dead, one so, of the greatest horror films, made. and one of the greatest remakes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I was By very far. surprised. Yeah. yeah. But let's focus on George Romero's vision that was. Hey, he had to pare it down. He put some of it in Land of the Dead because he wanted more of a post-apocalyptic kind of feel to the movie because he just didn't have the money. But Dawn of the Dead, man. I mean, he did that, he did that in Day of the Dead but yeah. and even further in Land of the Dead. But Dawn of the Dead is on that scale and that low budget that they did. And thank you, Dario Argento, for making this film happen. He literally flew him to Italy in a little hotel and they wrote the script. Yeah. That's how he made it happen. You can see the influence. Yeah. There's so many cuts of that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I I own probably nine copies of it. (laughs) And I don't know how many of them are different. I think Dawn of the Dead and the Evil Dead movies, I own more than any other, like, horror thing. I just feel like I rebuy them every fucking time. They're like, well, this one comes with an extra disc with an interview that's actually on the first one you bought in 2001, but you fucking forgot. So here it is again. Uh, no, that's by far one of the best sequels. I mean, Night of the Living Dead is a great movie, but it's does it hold up over time? Kind of, sort of. If I show it to my kids, probably not. Dawn of the Dead kind of held up. <laughs> and yeah. I was shocked. They didn't like the blood. Oh, that's yeah, a, we've talked about it. That's this. always my test is to show it because, you know, my kids are, you know, I have a teenager and then one that's almost a teen. And I always try to, like, show movies to them around the time I saw it to see how they react, to see if it did hold up. 
the blood on it throws them off though because it just looks it does look cartoony. It, yeah, it looks cartoony, but that it's was old stage. That, that, yeah. yeah, that was uh, formula well, that they still use. Very much like those Italian. But movies. would your kids yeah. like if you show kids it now? They'd be like, why are they why are they going there to shop? Wouldn't they just like if you made Dawn of the Dead now, you'd have to go to an Amazon well, fulfillment they, center or something. I don't they know. they understand what a mall is because Dad used to have a lot of power in this world. He used to manage a few stores. Yep, let's go to Best Buy. <laughs> they grew up in back rooms when they were little. Before I got the fuck out of that life. Oh my but, uh, god! But and yeah, it's just uh, Tom Savini. You know his work in, and he's and then he acts really well in it. I like the little biker gang gimmick. I love that whole. It looks like a little like subplot. Yeah, no, it's just in the whole like ooh, capitalism's bad. Hell yeah, it is. Let's take like, the money anyways. Look where it's gotten us. Every time I talk to people about Dawn of the Dead, they give me this whole like fucking political talk about what every little thing means in it, and I'm like. I like zombies and blood. <laughs> I'm a simple man, but that's cool too. If you notice all that shit, that's awesome. Yeah, it's all in there. I uh, I fucking just like fuck that mall. Have you been to that mall? No, I, I have not been to Rollville Mall. No. Yeah, I have a piece of it though. I know it's completely different. It's fucking weird. I went there. I did Steel City, uh, probably ten years ago, and of course, like someone there from the mall was handing out these cards, going like, "We got a zombie museum." You go in there, it looks nothing like the movie now, not at all. And then if you walk to like this little corner store, it's like a toy store type gimmick, but there's a zombie museum on the back with a few props. So it's kind of like, eh, oh wow, yeah, we got a zombie museum. But do you really? Yeah, I feel bad for people that probably drive there to go to that set, and there's just nothing there outside of like, I mean, it's literally the size of this room that we're in right now. Yeah, I know that like the the skating rink's gone, the escalators moved. Everything's everything's like everything looks different. Yeah, I've I I have friends that live. We have friends that like the Vogels. Yeah, there's Um, a picture somewhere. At least when I went to the mall, there's a picture of the original mall. And then when you look at it and you look at the mall you're in, you're like, you could have put this picture anywhere and told me that's the mall. So you You just just get depressed and go get a Cinnabon and just go home. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Auntie Anne's and get me a fucking pretzel, whatever they have, (laughs) pretzel dogs, zombie pretzel dogs. God, I See, hate that it, place. That place is fucking stupid. I think they went out of business because of the pandemic. So, <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead is one of those rare instances where the sequel is arguably better than the original. Yeah, I could agree with that. I, I agree. I, I think you got to look at them differently, dude, than when they came out and the original Night of the Living Dead was at that time. Oh, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Holy just shit. With, with everything that happens. In it. And I, so and it, it, it launched George Romero's career, even though he didn't make like a dime off of it. I mean, we could all own the rights to it. It's public domain. Oh, yeah, the Night of the Living Dead, yeah. That's why everybody in the world re-releases it, and there's, like, fucking Sid Haig versions of these movies. And oh, God, yeah. That's supposed to be a prequel. Is it really? Night of the Living Dead 3D is a, it technically, it's in the same, uh, like, time frame. It's not, oh, yeah. man, I feel like everybody uses <clears throat> Night of the Living Dead for things. Like, when you go, if you go online and type in Night of the Living Dead, then how many variations of this movie, like, actually exist? A lot. Yeah. I thought the remake was decent for that one. Oh, Nylon did? Yeah, that, yeah, he actually did that to try to get the rights back to at least that yeah. name. So uh, he was originally going to direct Night of Living Dead, the remake, with, but Tom Savini did it. And Tom Savini didn't even get to do his vision because nice. of time and money. Yeah. It was going to be a black and white movie. It was going to be a lot more POV. But that's for a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely, I can't remember what episode of, actually, yeah, uh, when Joe Bob shows Maniac, Maniac, if you go to that, he has Tom Savini on there, and he talks quite a bit about, you know, doing Dawn of the Dead. So Yeah. Check that out, because his interview is way more fulfilling than listening to me. Dave, where are we going? Where are we going from here? I mean, where where just, are you steering us? We can, we're we can just going to leave Dawn of the Dead. Let's leave this mall. Evil Dead. Yeah, it's 3M. 3M. Yeah, I think that's like the Dick Smith uh, blood that they were still using back then, and the stage, the stage blood that they were u- using. It's like very hammer-like. It's the color of these you know, coasters. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, the, it's, yeah. our, it's the color of our coasters. Yeah, it's just a super bright red. <laughs> It does take you out of it a little bit if you're not used to that. Like for me, when I'm like fucking ten or eleven, didn't matter. But now that the like the gore's done so well in horror movies, my kids have seen like fucking Feast and all these like new Hatchets and all these newer horror franchises where the, they try to make things, even though it sprays out and it's super gross and over the top, the color is realistic. It looks like blood. And then you go and watch Dawn of the Dead, which has this very serious tone. And then they bleed out this like fucking pink crayon. It's almost pink. like yeah, like yeah. A, like a like a, a melted crayon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can go. It, we, we can go to one you just mentioned, Feast. 
Feast, feast two, sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. Oh my gosh, man, that was. I remember seeing that because that was part of. Uh, wasn't that that was part of a. a so the first feast was part of something. Project Greenlight. Yeah, Project it was Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's show on I think HBO or Showtime, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, they weren't making any money off these movies they were trying to make. Yeah, and they were like, let's do a horror film. Let's do a horror film, and so Feast comes out, ends up being amazing. It's kind of like meta and shit. You know, you have your. They know all like the horror movie tropes, so you know your main guy shows up and he's like, "I'm the guy that's here to save your asses," and he's instantly like sucked through a fucking window and murdered. And speaking of cum, somebody gets like mouth fucked to death, and then the monster <laughs> just shoots loads everywhere. This is the cum episode, uh, but yeah, it's good. It had a great cast. Jason Muses in it, which is really Balthazar weird. Getty. Was it yeah. Henry Rollins? In yes, the first he is. One? Henry yeah. Rollins is a badass in it. Well, yeah. not really a badass for as long as he, but he does he he does a great job in it. Uh, he's not wrong turn Henry Rollins in this one. <laughs> so it doesn't go fucking John Rambo. I think he's like a what is he like a fitness instruct- instructor? Yeah, or some I just shit? remember him like he, they they put him in a white collared shirt. I was That's like, what, what the it fuck is. is yeah, seen him dressed like that. It's very looking like weird. a scientist or something. Uh, no, I, I love the first feast, and I never equal cool because of the type of movie it was and why it was made and all that shit. Of course, feast two sloppy seconds comes out like, and it turns in. It's almost a straight comedy. I mean, it's so over the top with everything they do, but it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I thought they took it in more of a. What I would perceive as an old-fashioned grindhouse way. Those they other did. two films, oh, they were just like, no, no, no. This is before Hatchet. This is before the movie Grindhouse even came out. I was like, we're doing it like this, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh no, it's exactly what that was. And I loved it. And two, two and three kind of go top. together. They yeah. they run together because they have like some of the same cast or whatever in it. It's like what uh, they would that crew would have made a Death Race sequel. I've been like, that's it. That's how it should be. Yeah. And then totally they, over the top. I think they all kind of vanished under. Feast that the yeah, franchise the was over. Yeah, yeah, they gave that guy such a hard time because they didn't see his vision in the first film, and then when he came out, they were like, "We had no idea that it was going to be like this." They're like, yeah. "If you would just listen to me, I know I'm introverted. I don't talk a lot. I'm not. Yeah. This is my first time director, but I know what a good horror film is." Well, at that time, it was it was kind of crazy because I mean, Scream had already poked fun at the horror genre a little bit. But this one, like, went all out. I mean, you had the characters show up with, like, their title of what they're supposed to be in this yeah. movie and how long they're supposed to survive. I love that. The little title, yeah. Yeah. Little, almost like Cobra Commander, like, game card-like thing, whatever. The monsters, whatever the fuck they were supposed to be, looked really fucking cool. Um, they had to change those because once they realized the movie was actually pretty good, they gave them more money to make them look better. Oh, really? When oh, you shit. first see them, that was supposed to be it. Hmm. And they're like, wow, this is, okay, let's let's put some more money into this. And, and then when, they, when the shroud comes off, yeah. the, you know, the fake head... That was all later. Yeah, it, it was it, all insert shots. It has tremors vibes. You oh, know, yeah. the first one definitely feels like like a meta tremors movie. Yeah, uh, stuck in awesome. a bar. Yeah, just a bunch of people stuck in a bar in like this middle of the desert, no escape. And these fucking monsters are coming at you. Except you don't got like sand penises coming at you. Yeah, like, like they these. didn't describe anything. It's yeah. like this is happening right now. No, it's awesome. And and these two sloppy seconds just follows up on that, but it gets like I said, it gets way more over the top. I think the bi- in, yeah. yeah, the bikers and shit. So the bikers come in. They're like, what like, the fuck's going on? And then somebody dies immediately. Yeah. There's a the little people, like there's like a gang yes. of people. I can't remember what where did they wear wrestling mask? I feel like there's a wrestling mask. I think that might have been a maybe happy I just wa- maybe I just wanted that to be a thing, but maybe not. Then, you just yeah. want all the lucha in there, like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I wanted like El Santo and fucking Blue Demon, but like in small people form. That's a movie right there. We got to make that. Oh, I got Santa. ten bucks. <laughs> I got ten bucks. Go buy me some. Well, yeah. other other movies you mentioned. You also mentioned Hatchet, the Hatchet yeah. series. Yeah, the Hatchet series. I mean, that's another one that can't. I love these movies that were like the directors come out of nowhere. You know, they, they weren't big Hollywood films. They they were pretty much, that was straight to DVD, and fans made these things fucking happen. Yeah. And, you know, Adam Green wasn't really well-known when Hatchet hit. I remember, this is back when you would go to a movie's website. <laughs> so there was, like, that <laughs> the legend of Victor Crowley when you would go to the website, and you can click around, and it would, you would go through, like, the swamp and shit. It's, like, terrible. I mean, if you remember the internet in, like, 2005, you know what I'm talking about. Terrible, clippy-ass, like, screen and shit. Like, I just got show. a lot of viruses, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, that, <laughs> li- that LimeWire, man. <laughs> he doesn't know what that is. LimeWire? Lime Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that'll, get, that'll kill your computer. But, man, like, yeah, they, they I mean, they created a new slasher guy. And, like, when's the last time we've had one of those? Like, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, all these guys are from the 80s, and then we get Victor Crowley. With, who's an iconic person playing that role. Playing that role, because you bring Kane Hodder from the Friday the 13th franchise, who kind of got fucked out of that. You know, they kind of tossed him to the side after, what, three movies, I mm-hmm. guess? Yeah. Uh, so it was cool to see him in that role. You could tell it's Kane Hodder when you just watch him walk and move. Kane just is Kane. 
and it works though. His weird like wimp or big guy like fucking wobble walk fucking works. Yeah. Um, the special effects in that are fucking awesome. Yeah. The, Super the, over the top. They really they really sold you on the first one, and then the sequels just yeah. get better and better. I thought the and, characters got better as well, they went because they, they went from teenagers to like like. More. And you bring in Daniel Harris. So Absolutely. Daniel Harris replaced the chick from the original. So yeah. that's the only like character change you have. Uh, Perry Shen has this running joke where he appears as like a different character. And he I won. love him though. They even uh, for Victor Crowley, which is the fourth one. Yeah, yeah it's the fourth yeah. one. The fourth one. They released a book called I Survivor that he's like selling in the movie, but they actually wrote the book and put it out. So. Oh, like real. And it's written like a survivalist book. Like he actually survived this whole Victor Crowley oh, wow. massacre. Adam Green wrote it to like you know when if someone finds it on shelves in like fifty years they'll read it like it's a real story because it's like I mean it's literally his Perry Shent's face on it in character says I survivor how I survived like the swamp massacre and it's like a three four hundred page book about the massacre surviving it yeah that's brilliant I had that to the list of things to buy yeah no oh, uh, yeah but one thing I do like with sequels I like when sequels connect everything together and every hatchet movie. Uh, much like the first couple Friday the 13th, even though most people don't notice that they do, like, they're all, like, dated. They shouldn't be called fucking Friday anymore, but whatever. That's fucking what, Friday. It'd be weird two. if it was, like, Friday the 13th. Saturday, Saturday the 15th. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday the 16th. Thank they do God it's this? Monday. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the part two just takes place, like, right after. I mean, literally, as soon as it starts, they show you what happened at the end of the first one, but they just change the actress. So they redo it, and they're like, oh, yep, Danielle Harris now. Yeah. Covered in blood. Gets tries to tell the town, hey, everything was fucked. No one believes you. Nope. That's how it works. And then you restart the same story. And, of course, they're all going there cleaning up all the fucking bodies, which is – you brought in a dude from People Under Stairs because he brings in so many, like, horror icons for these. So And I get them – they all kind of run together for me. Uh, Tony Todd. Tony Todd oh, Robert England's in one. He, uh, yeah, Robert, uh, Robert England's the Ari very first one. Started the first one. Yeah. Part two, yeah, Ari's in part two. Yeah, there's so many fantastic uh, icons in these films. Because part two is where they get the hunting gang together. She shows up, and they're trying to get this gang to come back. So you had uh, R.A. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman makes a cameo appearance. Tony Todd comes back. Tony Todd actually gets a big role in this. Yeah, the he first does. one, he's just the guy that runs like the the boat establishment or the swamp tour thing. Um, this one, it becomes like a more like evil and maniacal Reverend zombie. Reverend zombie. He actually goes on the tour with them. So you get some pretty cool scenes out of that. Derek Mears. Derek Mears pops up. Two and three run together for me, so I'm probably referencing characters. Tom from Holland both is in them. Tom Holland's her dad. Yeah. And, uh, Uncle he, Bob. He pops up in part. Or Uncle, yeah. Uncle Bob in part three, right? Yes. Yeah, so part Holland's two. part Holland's part two? Yes, Tom Holland's part two. See, oh my god, like no, two. It's, totally understandable. it's, it's okay the because they, they they run together. They all They're run all together, concurrent. so yeah. it's all yeah. So Derek Mir- yeah, so Derek Mears had to be part three because he's with the SWAT team yep. that comes. But they pull anyway. out Felicia Rose is in. I think she's in Victor Crowley. Felicia Rose is in Victor Crowley. Is that, is that Gallagher? So in it? many. Yeah, yeah, that's a fan making fan movies, and it's not like necessarily like a Rob Zombie version. He doesn't even have that kind of money. But God, the, the quality of the Hatchet films yeah. is amazing. Yeah, especially for the budget and what he puts into it. I mean, he works his ass off on these movies. And he also did Frozen, which we'll talk about. We're going to do an Adam Green episode one day just to talk about all the shit he's done. Yeah. But, yeah, those those four Hatchet movies, and it looks like we're probably getting a part five, judging by, like, the end of four. Yeah. Probably my favorite franchise. Yeah, it's one of those, every time it comes out, like, I kind of groan, and I'm like... I'm happily surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like, oh, we're going to just keep doing these. Oh, well, fuck, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, it's his baby, and it was his goal was to create a new, like, horror icon. And, like, since, what, Jason and Freddy... Who, who have we had since then? We didn't get any... Yeah. 90s gave us Ghostface. Ghostface, yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I can really think 2000s of. 2000s gave well, us... There are well, there are many, but they're not... Leslie they're not Brand. iconic anymore. They're not, like, they're not that... But who gave revered. us ones that end up getting toys? Right, exactly. You know, like new new characters that got like toys and all this shit. Well, actually, just now got a toy. The Toonie Terrors for Victor Crowley just came out, and he's got a NECA one coming out in January. And gets that many sequels. Isn't straight to DVD. Isn't just some indie fucking dork that's making a ten dollar movie, going like, "Oh, my character is in all these. He's the, he's going to be the new one." I mean, Leslie Vernon was in the running, but yeah. God, I wish they could have We never got a sequel. That's like speaking of sequels we never got. It was fucking before The Mask. Well, that would have been prequel, but... That would have been really cool. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah, but it's it's hard to create a new, like, icon that horror fans care about, and he did it with Victor Crowley. Yeah. No one else has been on the match it. Like I said, Ghostface, Victor Crowley, 
There's probably someone else I'm forgetting. There's but. a lot, but they're not. It's not. That's what I'm saying. That, that, but who's they're recent? They're not on the top of your your brain. They're not. Yeah, like they're, they're but they're not. Tip your tongue. Yeah, but they're more you of like Pennywise. The, You've got all these. Well, things Pennywise that, wasn't just created. Right. Though. It was from a book. And I then, mean, people and it's are also on a the remake, pretty much. Terrifier, like the the, the Terrifier. Yeah, Art the Clown movie thing is, is starting. not fantastic. The effects are amazing. Effects, yeah. But the story is like she's gonna fall down. Fuck, really? Okay. Yeah. This is what's gonna happen. Fuck. Well, really? they're pretty much living off the the vagina scene. That's a, it's a fucking it's Ed a great Gein, scene, man. It's, crazy. it's straight up Ed Gein yeah. right there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, those it's scenes beautiful. are great, and that and like thirteen year old Steve loves those movies, but you know forty five. I'm like, you know, give me give me a little story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> give me he... something I actually want to grasp upon to. Uh, Hostile. I thought Hostile Two was better than the Hostile. Way 1. better. Because I liked the characters way better. Hostile Two. Who stars in that one? God, I'll tell you in a second. I'm just Hostile One. I remember liking I couldn't that. give a shit less about like any of the people well, the in Hostile is One. Like, you, I want you to hate them. It's like, yeah, you, you say that, but like, I really I'm don't not, like it. I'm not invested. Dudes. I was like, fucking kill them. Who gives a shit? Man, right. I don't. But it also affected me. Like the effects didn't affect me. I I like Hostile when a movie. Two was like, Whoa. I like when I go see a movie knowing cool. what to expect, and they kind of like do a hard left like that. I like that the first forty five minutes of Hostel are just like it's like I'm watching Euro Trip or whatever. It's true, that's what true. it is. Yeah, because when that when that first guy gets killed, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like you didn't, I didn't see it coming. But the whole time you're watching it, wondering when it's going to happen, and then when it happens, you're like, oh fuck! Like I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. Who who started Hostel too? Hostel to uh, you, fucker! So you were looking up forever ago. Do you but stop doing sorry. that? Is Lauren German is that? Is that Lauren? Is that, I don't know. Who the fuck that. Yeah, is. Exactly. I don't know why I asked. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, that's <laughs> the chick from like Welcome fuck. to the Dollhouses in it. And I thought know. I knew the main guy, but I, I guess I. Well, the these s- are all women. Yeah, the, the second one was all women. Oh, okay. Part three is the casino one, right? The Vegas betting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah. Um, but that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Hostel 3. Uh, Hostel 2. <laughs> Hostel 2. Yeah, see, I can't even remember. I remember liking it, but I can't fucking remember I it just, now. I just felt like I could, I like, I got to know the characters a little bit more. We're like, they're all, they're all fucking douchebags. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she was like, oh, it's because they're, you're chicks and you're connected. I was like, no, no. it's because, they're one, the actresses are much better, and the, they're written much better, and they're more sympathetic but they're still like they're still being flighty and assholes themselves. They're not treating yeah. everybody fucking good. I mean, they had the first film, all all the guys are douchebags, and you're like, fuck, this is like American World in fucking Paris. I hate these motherfuckers. American World in Paris, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh god, I'm not bringing up that goddamn sequel, even let's though the, I just did. Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> That's a we sequel. Could, we could just skip straight to Blade Two if we're gonna do that. Amazing. Ron Amazing. Perlman. Ron, Ron Perlman. In case I forgot his name, his name is Ron Perlman, Steve. <laughs> if you ever want to see Norman Reedus's best acting job, get him in Blade 2. Oh, yeah. Where he's trying to act like the gangster white boy. I told you, B. <laughs> he keeps oh, I know. He keeps B, calling him B. Uh, that's a really fantastic film from top to bottom. The and he effects, looks like he smells really bad when you look at him in that he movie. Does. He looks like He looks like Jason from Rob Zombie. I mean, for, uh, Michael Myers from Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, He's I don't like, like You've it. been living in the trash, I mean, dude. I don't like, yeah. That, if smell of vision was a thing, back. that would suck. Yeah, you got Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Guillermo Snipes is del Toro. great. The soundtrack, the effects, the integration of CG and practical was almost seamless. I mean, there's a couple of like bad Blade 2 is way better than Blade 1 and holds up. Yeah, it does. It and does. it's a hundred times better than Blade Three. The only reason I like Blade Three is because it's funny with Triple Ryan H Reynolds. and Parker Pose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Triple H. <laughs> I get scared when Dracula punches through the fucking ground. I was like, yeah. "You're a vampire, dude, looking for another vampire." What do you think? Why are you fucking screaming? Ah! He does what he wants. <laughs> Dramatic effect. Fucking, uh, He's the game. Blade Trinity. Oh, Yeah, shit. it's bad. That's I know fun. they were trying to do that spinoff with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what pissed off Wesley Snipes big time. And you can tell because a lot of the scenes he wasn't even in, they used his stunt double. Yeah. And if you watch it closely, you can see, like, acting it's just like a side of his head he's like hey motherfuckers i got taxes due so we gotta make blade four (laughs) not this side or i'm gonna go to jail didn't work out but hey he's actually he was the producer of blade three he should have had so much more say i know but you want blade four because you're not getting drop zone two wesley (laughs) but you're not gonna make white man can't jump twice or whatever the fuck but you know it was announced this week White Man Can't Jump too? No. Fuck. Demolition Man sequel. Oh, yeah. But he's dead. Simon's there. Gonna he's going to be in it. They're, they're cloning him. He's, he's, he's signed on to it. They'll clone him like fucking, you know. They're, they're a clone. clone. They're a clone. Okay, they're ages 40 years? Yeah. That's weird. 
They wiped their ass with seashells. They can clone Buster maybe Snipes. They, maybe they clone him and put him back in jail. Does he even know. have hair anymore? I don't know. you got to have the blonde hair if you're going to be Simon. Yeah, but you can do like a Ruby Rod fucking wig. Fuck it. You do that. I don't like what's <laughs> happening. All right. Well, I want dro- 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 Drop Zone 2. I don't want to fucking uh, <laughs> Dave, take us somewhere else. Get us out of here. Dr. Blade, Sleep. Blade 2 is great. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Okay, this is a movie that was very polarizing for fans. I want to know your all's opinion. I slept. Damn. Through it twice. I tried twice. It didn't work out. Yeah, I saw it in theater. Enjoyed it. Um, because I also knew a lot of the backstory, so I was really giving it a whole lot of credit. And then I bought the Blu-ray with the director's cut, or the extended. I think it is the director's cut. And it's even better. Uh, I don't I was, think I, I was, hate re- it. I was, I just don't I was a big fan, it. and I liked what he had to struggle with. I liked the director anyways, but like I liked what he had to struggle with trying to make this movie make sense to fans of the book. And the movie, he's like, I'm making a fucking movie sequel, so it's gonna have to be, it's gonna have to continue. Like in the in the book, you know, the Stanley or the Overlook blows up, so there is no hotel. And he's like, well, that's not what happens in the movie. I love all the struggle. If you know the behind the scenes stuff, there's a lot of story there. That he he literally went to Stephen, excuse me, Stephen King. And he was like, I really need you to back me, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to convince you to back me. But if you don't, then I'm not doing this movie. And then at the end of the conversation, make your movie for Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Hmm. Stephen King's really chilled out since he stopped doing cocaine. Uh, yeah, because how much he hates the original Shining and what the ending is. And he was like, I have to keep that ending. I'm changing your narrative. So this isn't based on the book? This is just a movie? It is based on the book, but it's also based on the film. Because like okay. I said, he had to be like, look, I'm making a movie, not a sequel to a book. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, me watching the movie, I, I really I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um, I haven't watched it a second time. But uh, after I watched it, it was on HBO, and it has extra features. <laughs> and after I watched it, I was like, oh, let's see what the extra features were. It was the director's cut. And I was so pissed. that I recommend it. Yeah, I really want to go back and watch it, but I just it's too soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, too soon. it's too soon. Did it hurt you, Dave? It hurt me. And oh, no, I, I fell asleep both times trying to watch it. But no, I mean, that's fine. I don't th- but I don't think I hated it. I, just, I remember not dislike, like hating it or anything. I just... I was like, yeah, it's because it's bedtime. That just happens sometimes. Sometimes you There's watch a movie. There's some movies that do that to me. Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2. It's Every beautiful. Back to Guillermo del Toro. <clears throat> saving, you know, like, fuck yeah, dude. A sequel that works. Every that time way. that I've watched that movie with Rachel, she just falls asleep. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Some people can't take too much action, though. Maybe that's what it is. I've had friends who's like, man, it's just, if it's all action, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I the choreography. It. You're not into like the dance of the, what they're doing or creating. So I maybe love that that's what it is with her. Movie. I'm not yeah. going to tell you what that's what her problem is. I'm just saying, I was, I was with somebody. I was like, what's the problem here? And they're like, dude, I just, uh, action parts. It's just one of those, it's just really? one of those movies. Yeah. I like, I really like Hellboy 2. I, I think, uh, Golden Army. Yeah. I, I, it's better than the first one. Yeah. I think they're all, I think they're all really good, actually. I, I like the Hellboy movies, but. Yeah. I liked the remake. They're, I like the remake too. Everybody yeah. shit on it. Remake was violent really and really dirty and gritty and <clears throat> more close to the comics actually. But people, that's a, that's a, it's a film series that you either love it or you hate it. You don't really see a whole lot of people are like, eh. Was that's right. true. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, just like ah, it sucked or it was really good. Well, it kind of hit. It hit before the comic book boom. So like the first one and the sequel, I'm pretty sure I was in high school, like fresh out of high school when the second one came out. Yeah. If it would have come out a little later, it would have been bigger. He did Blade Two. To be able to do Hellboy first, the first Hellboy. That's the, that, that was makes part sense. of the contract, from what I understand. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, no, I'll totally, I'll, I'll, I'll do this movie. It's gonna be great." And then, you know, he he sold him on Blade Two, and he's like, "Well, I want to do this movie that I have a passion project of mine." Yeah, Hellboy. And they're like, "Who?" I wish what? they would do BPRD. That would be really that cool. That would be awesome. But it's probably never gonna happen. That almost seemed like what they were sort of trying to do with the new Hellboy series. I feel like like Netflix could do something like that. Netflix is picking up some weird shit now. It needs like, to be a series. There's Good like, idea. With Netflix, you know, picking up Umbrella Academy and then other networks. I forgot who has the boys. Prime has the boys. Like, there's all kinds of like kind of weird shit getting picked up now. So, ultra violent shit is B- getting picked yeah, up. Yeah, that great. gives me hope for BPRD. Yeah, especially the boys. I was kind of shocked by that. Umbrella Ooh. Academy is more like PG-13. The comics. I mean, sometimes they push it a little bit, but. The boys is fucked. And same with Preacher. Preacher's fucked. And I, I was shocked that that got a series. But that was AMC, so they did Man. dial it back a little bit. As much as they had to. They did let some shit slide. You've got some other ones on here, Steve. You've got Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, yeah. Does he? I didn't see yeah. that on it's, it's it. Just slumber party. Slumber party. It's just a slumber party. I'm wearing the shirt. Oh, shit. Spoiler. I had the shirt on last week, too, because I'm fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's probably my favorite sequel uh, ever. I feel like this one's come up a lot Wait, recently. more than T2? <laughs> totally different kind of genre. Slumber totally Party Massacre 2 is not my favorite sequel of all time, but I, I do really enjoy it. I like the dude that break dances, but he's supposed to be rockabilly. Like, whenever you do like a rockabilly show and some dude's like break dancing, like the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest fucking thing. This dude has an identity we did a We did a dive on this movie already, actually. We did do a dive on it because... Uh, uh, the Heavy last drive-in yeah. did a thing. You know, they showed it and they went in about how this the main guy's actually like a musician. Had like one album came out and it was funny to watch it shoot up in price on eBay. And they sold one. They sold one recently when they did the uh, the last drive-in. Uh, auction. Yeah, they did the auction recently and sold like a box when they <laughs> Holy were doing this. Shit. Yeah, because people were going batshit crazy on that auction. Don't know why. Somebody must have been running up those prices. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, Toy collectors. Toy collect motherfuckers. Toy sellers. Toy yeah. sellers. But yeah, it, it's just a goofy over the top sequel. His fucking guitar has like a drill on the end of it. So the first one takes itself pretty seriously. And they have like Does the it? normal drill. Well, it's a satire film, but it's not. Well, it's a it's satire, not, but not, it's they're not, not writing jokes. It's not as like in your face with it. Yeah. It's more of like, yeah, it's funny and it is satire, but it's not like He's got a guitar that's a fucking drill, and there's a girl band that plays in his house while their boyfriend's like set like on the floor, like, yeah, I think great. This is the best. <laughs> like it's the corniest, weirdest shit. And they sound like banana rama. Yeah, they do. I can appreciate that though. Silence of the Lambs, Steve. Because you've got that up there. And it, it, it's weird of banana rama. <laughs> well, it's 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 weird for me because most people I know Silence of the Lambs is a sequel. It is a sequel. It is a sequel, but for most people, that's the first one. I've never seen Silence of the Lambs. And it makes sense. Ever? Never. Well, there's there's cum in that movie too. There's a, there's yeah. And it's I, it looks real. I've seen clips, but I've never Set through it, yeah. Oscar worthy, uh, definitely, definitely. Oh, that's probably why I won't watch it. Yeah, no, no it's it's uh, it was it was so good that people wanted to not call it a horror film, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, I've heard all those stories. It which looks is a thriller. Great. Like fuck off. This is a this fuck you, man. Go read the book and tell me it's not based on a horror. Like those books are extremely graphic. Oh, they are. Watch the watch watch the Hannibal TV show. The I've Hannibal talk, TV show. I've talked about is that before. Even closer to the books than any of the films. As extreme as like say Hannibal and Hannibal Rising is. Like the fucking show is like whoa. What the fuck is and they Hannibal got away Rising? With Hannibal Rising is the prequel that they 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 that he actually wrote. Thomas Harris wrote and they made a movie out of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was. It's like it's like Hannibal in his teen years. I remember Hannibal. College. Hannibal yeah. came out back when I was uh, working at a video game store that bought back DVDs, and that was one of my ones that people were always bringing me. I had like a drawer <laughs> full of fucking Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal Rising came out in two thousand seven. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that, I was at Hollywood Video then. I don't fucking read. Was that a blockbuster exclusive? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it, no, it wasn't. It was it a, hit it was a movie. And they they did it. They did a pretty good job with that film. I I didn't. I'm. It's like I did it grown. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll watch the fucking Hannibal yeah. Rising. Oh, it's not that bad. Uh, so the first film was called Manhunter. Manhunter, yes. I love. Okay, a, which is kind of funny. And there was a bat, massive bomb. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't. They didn't know how to release yeah. it you know it looks like a crime noir it's just but it is it's it's really it's like in the middle of fucking of the 80s right in the middle of miami vice which is the same guy who created miami vice made this film and then silence of lambs comes out jonathan demi who comes out of the roger corman school of film makes a, a fucking academy award winning winning horror movie so is the idea of it to be a sequel originally like it's like we're a sequel well, to it this follows it, it, it follows manhunter Okay. Because the uh, the character of none of this is based on a book though, right? Is this based on all a book of them? Yes. Okay, see, so I didn't know the shit. That's what Thomas I'm Harris to... wrote all the books except okay. he obviously didn't write the the, the series, but he wrote a book to, for all of these movies. Okay, that explains how a movie that bombed um, can get a sequel. Then, D like D a... Dino De Laurentiis owns the right to the Hannibal Lecter character from forever, and his company does. And um, so, anytime they have to make anything, he has to say, or his company does, how yeah. he's dead. So that, that's the thing with the Hannibal show is like it doesn't follow anything; it follows it all pretty well but it, it's like it changes the narrative just enough to where the characters are there but the story is a little bit different is this similar so to Bates well, Motel yes very much okay yeah well I mean, in, in yeah, Hannibal like they go into Red Dragon eventually yeah Red Dragon is obviously the re is a, I guess supposed to be more of a faithful telling of uh, of Manhunter but I don't know I, I prefer Manhunter because I think that Edward Norton's kind of flat in that film Anthony Hopkins is, is is they write they write extra lines for him. There's a lot of stuff going on in Red Dragon. Just trying to find a reason dig. to have him in Ralph, there. Ray Fiennes is fine, but he's no yeah. Tom Noonan. Tom Ray Noonan Fiennes is fucking. Is fine. He's That's fine as, as the Red Dragon. He is. Well, yeah. If you watch, if you watch the show, it was uh, oh shit, I forgot the guy's goddamn name. What the main Which guy? one? Yeah, Mad. The, the guy that Mad plays Mads? no, not Mads Mickelson. The guy that plays the Red Dragon. He's uh 
Uh, he was in. He he was in the Hobbit. I'll come back. To that. <laughs> it's Bilbo, Richard, Lord of the Rings, Bilbo Dragon, Richard Richard Armitage, <laughs> always Bilbo Lord of the Dragon. Rings with this guy. He was really good in it. I did. I could not good enough for me to remember his name. So let's yeah. just go to Phantasm. <laughs> I think I need to clip the mic. <laughs> so let's we'll just, just go to Phantasm. Let's just go to Phantasm. That's got that's I'm got not sequels. Prepared right? to talk about Phantasm. Phantasm we gotta Phantasm do a whole episode a... about fucking Phantasm. Oh, you're right. We yeah, can. that's right. Yeah. And about, we need to go drink some of that tea. And about how they destroyed the Cuda. <laughs> but we, we, okay, we have Nightmare on Elm Street up there. We have Silence of the Lambs, Feast, Blade Two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I feel like, like we the, could talk the Scream trilogy. I feel like we could talk Ride about of Frankenstein, Candyman. I think actually, uh, Failure of the Flesh is a better film than the first one. What the fuck? Yeah, I know it's weird. Why? I just like the I like the direction. I like the the I like his his changed look. I just like the actors better. I don't. I like the first film. Okay. It's the same thing. It's very groundbreaking, but I just thought they did it better in the second one. All right. No, you can hate me. It's great. No, it's fine. I'm so here. I'm not going to even have words. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> he says he doesn't want to acknowledge your existence or your. That's thoughts. fine. Let's skip it. Then. I don't really. I don't really like two or three. Got to be honest. Like at all. I, yeah, at all. Oh wow. Okay, that's awesome. Just one of those weird things. I never liked the sequels. I like Candyman. I never loved Candyman, so maybe that's why I'm not in love with the sequels. I guess it's, it's always been. I always thought it was terrifying when I was a kid. I thought it was like the scariest fucking thing, and it was always fun to lock your friend in a room and make them say it, and yeah. they can't come out. I mean, I guess most people do it as a joke, but we would just lock each other in rooms <laughs> and shit. Like, ah, fuck you, you're gonna die. You know, well, didn't die. I was gonna say Scream too. That was another big one. Scream 2, I love, and I'm probably going to get shit for that. No, you shouldn't. I think it's, it's like an improvement I wish they a did, fucking fantastic film. I wish they didn't make Scream 3. I wish they didn't make Scream 4. I'm still going to go see 5 because I'm a fucking mark, but 2 was like the pinnacle of that franchise for me. I thought it was awesome. Like yeah. I thought it was a great follow-up. I didn't know what they could really do for like the reason to be a killer. Like, What's your motive? It's kind of stupid. They play Cottonmouth Kings there in it. That's fucking annoying. Why are you playing Cottonmouth Kings? <laughs> kind of an annoying soundtrack. Uh, the cast is great, though. They bring in Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Sliders. Sliders. <laughs> Come full circle. I said Sarah Jessica good Parker. Night. <laughs> yeah, good night. <laughs> Wrong Sarah. Uh, uh, there's not Sarah. Sarah Geller, she's in that. Yeah, uh, I mean, Sarah Michelle Geller's in it. Uh, they bring back Jamie Kennedy, who I think I've talked about this before. He's one of those characters when you're young, he's likable. When you're old, he's fucking annoying. Yeah. Because he tries so hard to play up that I'm a nerdy video store guy character. Well, I'm like, we're not like that motherfucker. Especially when I became the dude managing the video store. <laughs> like, we don't act like this douchebag. Like, Derek doesn't act like this We're just like, bag. stop stealing our VHS tapes. Yeah. Please. I don't spend my whole day talking in fucking movie quotes. Yeah, you're you know? too busy trying to catch thieves and not yeah, fire your Yeah, employees. we don't do that. We don't talk to all of our friends like just referencing every fucking movie we could think of every time we have a discussion. We do that now. We, just... we do that now on a <laughs> podcast. We have a podcast for that. But yeah. When he gets killed, though, that was a pretty big thing, though. Like they killed off like a main character from the first one, that seemed like the franchise was built around like Jamie Kennedy, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they killed little Randy. Yeah, I mean, and other people like uh, Timothy Oliphant was in it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, he did a crazy good job, and that was before yeah. anybody knew who he was. Exactly. Yeah, that's my kind of horror nerd. Crazy, knows his well, shit. And is not completely fucking not. He, he's going to get yeah. laid tomorrow if he wants. And I think we talked about this before. So in Scream 1, the killers are pretty obvious. Like, Billy is obvious. Stu is kind of the curveball, I guess. Part 2, like, when I first watched it, I didn't feel like either of those characters were on screen that much. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention because I was so focused on the main characters from the first one and their lives and what they're doing. I wasn't paying attention to anyone around them. Because I think my assumption was it has to be someone from the first one, right? Yeah. They're going to come in and be like, aha, it was That's me just too. It. I was literally I was trying to figure too. this out yeah. as the movie's going on. I don't do so, that much, but I did that So one. when Mickey showed up and was part of it, I was like, fuck, is this guy even in a movie? But then I'm like, he's just on the wrong set. Yeah. Like, what is this? But then when you go back and watch it, they hint at all that shit all the way through the movie. And they're both, like, both characters are on screen every other scene. Yeah. And it's weird in my brain they weren't on screen ever. There's but really good go red back, herrings everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, all the time. Especially the news reporter chick whose name is escaping me right now. But she's constantly in Nev Campbell's face. She's total stalker. Her and Courtney Cox go at it like all the fucking time. And when like Courtney Cox does something shitty to her, I think she smacks her actually. But she makes like a facial expression like, I'm gonna kill that bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now that I look back on it, she wanted to kill that bitch. Yeah, that's really good. It's one of those yeah. movies, that, uh, the Scream franchise, you can keep going back and, and rewatching them and rewatching them and finding all the little Easter eggs. For me, one and two, yes. Three, no. Uh, three, one thing I hate is that they killed the mystery because you had the guy fake his death like halfway through a movie. 
Yeah. Which totally ruins it. Like, the fun of those type of movies, at least when I was younger and when they were coming out, was to set with friends and kind of, like, guess and shit. Before motherfuckers would get on their phone before seeing a movie and look up who's going to be the killer or whatever. Yeah, right. You actually sat around and bullshit and guess a little bit and say shit. And then when you kill the guy half off to where I can't even guess the motherfucker or like, it was like oh, yeah, I faked my death and I laid in that coffin or whatever the fuck in the on the movie set. Oh, yeah. And here's Jay and Silent Bob for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dumb stuff. Yeah. I like the, how they use the set from the first film. Is it Tori Spelling in that at some point? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's very she much Jay and Silent Bob oh, coming back. That's why I yeah. hate it so much. I hate her eyes. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Toy it's Story's okay. eyes fucking it's scare okay. me. And if I saw those like at night in my window, I would just kill myself. <laughs> I would just shoot them and then kill myself. I don't think I could kill them. I don't think I could shoot her eyes out. Oh, my God. Tor- I hate her so Sorry, much. Sorry, Tori Spelling. Sorry, I watch a lot of 90210, and I yeah. hate Tori Spelling. We're going to have to wrap this up, actually. I do this, love 90210. This, this episode went fast. It's so fast because we're talking about sequels. And a lot of the shit that we're, we will have, like, full episodes about. Like, Scream yeah. will definitely come back to and just talk about the whole franchise, and I'll talk more shit about it, probably. Yeah, Dave, you want to... Uh, we didn't even talk about Evil Dead 2. We didn't. <sighs> I said it, but y'all just fucking just well, glanced over it. Just, let's keep going. <laughs> Started talking about... The anger in Dave's Jerry O'Connell or something. I don't know. No, because okay. well, no, you know okay. we're going to do an entire Evil Dead episode. I mean, we've already talked yeah, about we Bruce will. Campbell. So. And we well, talk about Evil Dead so much. We did Bruce Campbell. We've talked about Danny Hicks on two separate episodes yeah. now. Yeah. We talked uh, about uh, the, the, yeah everything. We talked about Sam Raimi. Yeah. But I, mean, I, let's, I, can, I love to dissect these movies. So, Well, let's just ask the hard-hitting question. What's your favorite sequel? Evil Dead 2. Wow, you Dave. Dave knew that face. really fast. Holy shit. I, I'm going to be weird. and if you had uh, to just pick one. If I had to. Fuck, man. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, Dead for yeah, sure? If I have to. Not Night of the Demons too. <laughs> no, but I like that one too. Because we didn't actually. touch on those at all. And that, I think that's interesting because that those are great sequels. Yeah, they are. They they, they hold up. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Mine is, uh, and I'm going to talk about it because we didn't fucking talk about it at all on this show. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Oh, yeah. It's the best fucking horror sequel fucking ever. I don't I care what anybody says. I hate Prom Night. I think Prom Night's dog shit. It bores the shit out of me. I think a little goofy kid getting caught in a fucking curtain or whatever and then going to be coming to killers, the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> then there's Prom Night 2, <laughs> which is like so fucking over the top, batshit crazy. I don't think it was even originally supposed to be a Prom Night movie, but it's like the ultimate like 80s slasher. You know, like the third one? No. <laughs> You're not gonna like the remakes. Either. It's like the. It's like there's a there's a third. There's a fourth slumber party massacre that really has nothing to do with any of it. Like the well, last slumber party. Four prom nights, right? Jesus, because I think the, remake. I think the last one has something to do with like religion and shit. I'm pretty sure part four happens around the church or something like that. But part two is just so like bat shit, fucking over the top crazy, and it, it's pretty much like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's prom night. Like, instead of Freddy, it's fucking Mary Lou. But it's the same style of deaths and shit, except you don't have to be asleep. But everybody's, like, framed, like, what's happening? Are these kids, like, killing themselves or what the fuck ever? Yeah, that's a movie uh, that, that just did not get any fucking kind of press. And then Prom Night 2? Yeah, yeah, and then it, now it's come back. Yeah, well, maybe you just think it's coming back because of just me and Joe. Probably. It's just, like, five Game, of Maybe that is, it's like, the people around you, when they notice something yeah. or they remember something or they bring it up, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was just one I Nobody saw talks about this movie. at a very young age in my VHS rental days, and I probably rented that movie, like, eight times as a kid. And now watching it, I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's the best thing. And yeah. I like other shit, too. There's a lot of shit we left off, like Pumpkinhead 2 and all that. But Blood Wings, Blood wings. Yeah. Blood wings. We'll do a, a Pumpkinhead franchise episode one no, day. No, we won't. That's what Yes. Well, that's the thing about the, this episode is like there's so many movies that we are going to single out and do a franchise on, like a franchise episode that we just like, we're like, God damn, you know, I didn't talk about Psycho 2. I, I enjoy that. Amityville Horror 2 is, I think, a better film than the first one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and 3, I think. Which, yeah. one, which one does he uh, kill Renee Zellweger in? That's four. 4. That one. That's got uh, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey. Robo-Leg McConaughey. Oh, my gosh. He traded in those legs for a Lincoln, though, so that's pretty good. Yeah, three had uh, three had uh, Viggo Mortensen, right? And yeah, Ken Foray. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ken Viggo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings. Or History of Violence. Or the guy that beat the shit out of G.I. Jane. Oh, Did my he? God. Like in real yeah. life? No, Eastern like Promises. Movie. He's a Cronenberg man. Oh, Eastern Promises. I didn't like that one, but yeah, we won't. We'll get sidetracked too much. Yeah, we, we can do a Cronenberg like episode. I can't wait. We can do a Cronenberg. There's a billion sequels we could have talked about. I think the whole point of this conversation, though, and hopefully when people listen to it, they realize that sequels don't always suck. 
I mean, usually part two is fine. Most of the time, off the rail shit happens three, four. Beastmaster two. Six. Six. <laughs> Producers cuts of six. <laughs> Talking to you, Mikey Mike. Michael Myers. I hate Halloween six. Can we do a whole episode about how much I hate Halloween six? I think you already did. Next I, week. I think we did, actually. Fuck, we did do that already. I just want to do it every week for the rest of my life. I'm not a fan. I'll, I'll take Halloween six over Halloween five. But seriously. Yeah, sequels are super underrated. Like Even talking about Night of the Demons 2, Pumpkinhead 2, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. These are all just as good as the first one, and they get ignored by fans. I'm a fan of but, uh, uh, Halloween three and, and Halloween four. And it's become way too cool to shit on every yeah. sequel or reboot that ever comes out. Friday 13th Party 5 is one of my favorites. It's just ridiculously, it's got... Some of the best kills, some of the Part best boobs. Five is the one I'll probably talk about the most when we go over the franchise because I love how trashy that movie is. Yeah, it is. And also Violet. Yeah. Violet's my favorite. Sweet. That little those sweet dance moves. <laughs> this is the robot. If we get 10,000 subscribers, I will do that dance. Oh, please, please. <laughs> so that's another thing. Please like and subscribe to the, 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 the YouTube page. Follow us on all of your favorite platforms. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Uh, uh, Apple Podcast, Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes, Breaker, uh, Breaker, yeah, that's all one these of places. Them. Thank you so much. Download us on LimeWire. Yeah. Oh my God, get the, get the good one. Get that virus. <laughs> all right. See you guys. We're out of here. Peace. Bye. <laughs>